0: Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Sequoia back with another solo talking at you for way too long. I'm going to do the same thing where I'm just going to keep talking while I finish my drink. Um, probably I might have another one too. I don't know, but we're going to be back on the air with the uh, regular episodes, uh, in two weeks. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I cannot wait because, uh, I don't know, I'm losing my mind over here. I like, you know, my. My mental health is uh, in inversely correlated with the amount of dust on my soapbox, you know? So I, I figured I'd do a little solo talking and uh, walk the dog, exercise the demons, exercise the dog, and tell y'all how I really feel. And I'm pissed. I don't know. I'm always kind of pissed. I'm not really that pissed. But I'm also like, I don't know how long I can do this because I am extremely tired. And I will explain to you all why I am so extremely tired by way of reading a text message that I sent to Willow not a couple of hours ago. I wrote, I also got very little sleep last night because, well, the last dream I had, I was in a bar with a bunch of friends. I think you were there. It was like daytime for some reason, but someone, I don't know who he got shit-faced and pulled his dick out and started waving it around. Then, out of nowhere, this dude's dad comes through the saloon doors of the bar, grabs his drunk, dick-waving son by the scruff of his neck and drags him outside. Everyone in the bar is in stunned silence and someone asks, what the hell was that? And someone else replies, deadpan. Guess his dad just always knows where his dick is. And someone else deadpans, wow, that's the worst superpower I've ever heard of. And then I woke up way, way too early, laughing like that was the funniest joke I had ever heard. Fucking crying laughing out of a dead sleep because I'm an idiot. 6 a.m. Jesus fucking Christ. So, yeah, that's my day. It's going well. How are you guys? How, how do you like them UFOs? Let's talk about UFOs. I fucking hate UFOs. I'm so pissed. I, like, I... God damn it. What the fuck can you even say about The UFO thing, and I'm not calling it the goddamn UAP thing. It's just ridiculous. That's ridiculous, I'm sorry. There's a lot of ridiculous shit in the world, especially now. That's not the good kind of ridiculous. I watched the fucking thing, the hearing, a couple weeks ago or whatever. And yo, like, I gotta say, the reactions from everybody in the world surprised the fuck out of me, except for like the UFO bros. I knew exactly what how they were going to react. But, like, that was insane. And not because they told us there were aliens. They didn't. It was insane just simply that it fucking happened. Right? Like, these are, like, these are sitting, just sitting representatives talking about fucking aliens with Goddamn George Knapp and fucking Jeremy Corbell just sitting there with their hair and shit. Just right there talking about non human fucking biologics and, and like fucking giant, giant red cubes floating all around. The sides are as big as football fields. This is our government. This is, this is sitting representatives of the United States. Of America, that's fucking absurd, and like, I don't know. I feel like that that statement could come across wrong. Oh, you think aliens are stupid. I do think aliens are stupid. I think it's really stupid. That's a different conversation. Um, no, that's it's just it's simply ridiculous. And like, there's this document that got passed around Reddit afterwards. This is allegedly uh a 177 page debrief uh that was given to congress given to the uh congressional accountability office this is according to michael schellenberger i don't know who the fuck he is he's some journalist asshole but this was apparently like a document that uh representative tim burchett i think that's his name was like allegedly telling um telling people to refer to or like refer to it as, you know, light reading and shit. Uh, this, this fucking document, dude, I don't, the fact that, so it's what it is, is Jesus Christ. I have to just keep talking. I'm not going to edit this because I'm like pretending I'm on the radio. I just have to fucking keep saying things. What this document is, is a timeline of all UFO incidents related to the government 1947, to now. In a little bite-sized, easy-to-digest form, I'll pick a random one. This is 1955, public domain. Mrs. G, working in the Foreign Materials Division at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in the 1940s and 1950s, developed cancer, and before her death, claimed in 1955 she was assigned to catalog all incoming UAP material. Approximately 1,000 items, including items from the interior of a recovered UAP, brought to the base. All items were photographed and tagged. Mrs. G also witnessed the transfer of two dead humanoids, four to five feet tall, larger heads, and slanted eyes. Source, retrievals of the third kind, presented at MUFON, 1978, Leon Stringfield, page 19. And it's all shit like that. Uh, It's all public domain stuff. And this was allegedly compiled by an anonymous individual, but there was insinuations of it being vouched for. This is also, like, reported on some website that popped up a week or so before the hearing called UABmax.com. Here's a huge... I hope this is not real. I really hope that this was not handed out and taken seriously by representatives of the United States of America. Why? Because we have a lot of nuclear weapons, and I don't want people who would take this seriously having anything to do with that, or anything else for that matter. I don't want them having anything to do with the economy, for Christ's sakes, because apart from sources like Retrievals of the Third Kind presented at MUFON 1978 by Leon Stringfield, page 19, there's also sources like Bibliotheca Pleiades and fucking (laughs) YouTube. Wikipedia, and like, fucking, yeah, here we go, yeah, the the three sources, Bibliotheca Pleiades, for, um, documents provided by former Douglas Aircraft Engineer William Tompkins suggest, suggest Douglas was studying unconventional propulsion systems based in part on a collection of UAP materials in the open source. Tompkins claims he worked in a secret Douglas think tank called Advanced Designs, tasked with helping the U.S. Navy develop a secret space fleet using anti-gravity technology. Tomkins claims he was helped by Nordic UAP occupants, they're called fucking aliens for Christ's sakes, while the USAF and RAND Corporation were working together with reptilian UAP occupants to create a competing secret space fleet. Tompkins also claims before the end of World War II, Nazi Germany had a... I should do my history history channel list. Tompkins also claims, before the end of World War II, Nazi Germany had aligned itself with reptilian UAP occup- occupants and a secret Navy project out of Naval Air Station, San Diego, attempted to learn about secret Nazi anti-gravity programs. Tompkins provides no evidence for these claims, but he does provide evidence he worked at Douglas and Naval Air Station in San Diego. The evidence... fucking being three links for Biblioteca, Pleiades, with a note underneath... T- Note, Tompkins claims former Navy Secretary James Forrestal was aware of the Navy espionage program on Nazi anti-gravity programs, which he alleges led him to establish the Order of Research and Inventions. In May 1945, source, Bibliotheca Pleiades. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Love it. Going on to talk about former Douglas engineer William Tompkins. Next source is Amazon.com slash selected extraterrestrial secret think tank secretary's ebook slash DP slash BO11 K2N 38U that that's not a fucking source that's not a fucking source that you put in a fucking briefing document given to sitting US representatives and I really hope I'm just being taken for a ride on this and that this wasn't actually the document handed out and some UAP max asshole fucking made it up Or something. Not because, like, I don't know if that shit's true. I have no idea. Because it's not a real source. There's, like, this shit's cited, but it's not, that's not a real fucking source. Amazon, like, a link to buy a fucking book? Fuck you. Give me the, just cite it like you would a research paper. Have some goddamn professionalism. Like, at least some of them link to, like, CIA.gov, but, like, holy shit. I mean, one of the other, like, the drive, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, and you could say, like, oh, well, they're not actually claiming the, you know, endorsing the veracity of any of these. This is just a complete. its not cited right. It's cited like how you would cite a fucking Reddit post. <sighs> oh, God. I mean, uh, okay. Also— One of the most cited weird sources, um, Daily Dialectics, what the fuck is it? Uh, One of the most cited sources in this document is a website called Forgotten Languages, which I had not heard of before this. Uh, I saw someone else talking about it. I'm going to try to just search this PDF real quick. Okay, yeah, here's one. Public Domain, 2008. Anonymous site with significant details of UAP behavior in ocean states UAP communications jamming was tested in the Fort Worth and Arlington areas in 2008. Claims two F-16s fitted with lithium-baker high-frequency gravitational wave HFGW jammers followed an orb which allegedly used HFGW to communicate. Source ForgottenLanguages-Full.ForgottenLanguages.org Let's talk about fucking forgotten languages. This shit is weird as hell. I mean, like, is it weird? I don't know. It's not, it's probably not actually that weird. What it is, is this weird looking, old school ass looking website. Not like super old school, but like early aughts looking, you know. Um, seems to be maybe an ARG, an alternate reality game, or at least has a lot of the trappings of that. The sort of lore behind it is it's a bunch of like language nerds that post like every day in a like nonsense code that is. Allegedly created by uh God. Just I'm I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say words at you. Allegedly created by a software like owned by Halliburton that smashes languages together to make a to make a code. So there's all these posts, there's so many. There's so many posts on this fucking page, forgotten languages-full.forgottenlanguages.org. Um and all of these posts have a paragraph that's in nonsense language and then in italics underneath it is in English. Um should I try to pronounce this nonsense language? Iaruse <laughs> bona tobu al dege al duvo I, I'm i not going to do that anymore. Underneath, in uh, italics, it says, The magic-like effects observed during the maneuver of a PSV craft are all guidance, navigation, and control related. We achieved instantaneous space displacement in the early 70s, but we never achieved a working weapon engagement system able to destroy the selected targets. We are still quite far from using gravitational fields as weapons. Ka HFGW, Haru Afo, Ka Dregle, Dongol, Kate, ear Kutakt, Af, 100 kilohertz, ABBA, shishness Dash GW. So, like these italics, like English shit is not a decoding of this stuff. It's just like italics. It's, it's to give you an anchor because this is meant to be like, like this nonsense language is meant to be like puzzled out and stuff. But I'll just keep reading the. Uh, italicized English. There seems to be very little offered for the success of gravitational control weapons. If you can destroy a multi-billion dollar mill orb with just an FGM-148 Javelin man portable missile, the entire thing is worthless. In my view, we should proceed with the technology transfer to the civilian sector, giving them the means to build MHD airplanes and space vehicles. For us, gravity propulsion is just another tool in our toolbox, but is neither the ultimate weapon nor the ultimate defense system. Then it goes on in nonsense for a while. The main hindrance in the design of advanced mill orbs and PSVs came not from the propulsion system. Gravity has been finally tamed, and you can see military crafts silently hovering and moving all over the intel battlefield. The problem is the onboard communications system. If all your comms are based on electromagnetic waves, how can you use comms with a gravitational field-based vehicle that is high in electromagnetic interference? Bunch of nonsense. And then a bibliography like Akamov and Tarashenko models of polarization states of the physical vacuum and torsion fields, uh, the hierarchy problem in new dimensions, the gravitational wave rocket, 1997 by W.P. Bonner and M.S. Piper. Like, I don't know what they're citing. Seems like they're just pulling sources for the nonsense language. Um, and then link with internal links to other forgotten languages' pages, like After the citing Neurophysiological Consequences of Exposure to Paradigm-Shifting Vehicles and Humans. Let's check that one out. First, it starts in English. There is, in fact, a universal response to a life threat in the face of helplessness. Ro jade ote ingor. I desk genf nine glissi... F A T T M E. Yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. In the event of a great a causal, uh, in the event of a great arousal and threat, only one trial may be necessary for a conditioned response to be established. More nonsense. Although freeze immobility states states in mammals may be useful for short-term survival, prolongation or repeated activation of that state clearly has serious implications for health and long-term survival. The standard unlearning algorithm applied to abductees is as follows. We simply excite their their brains using XVIS. We then perform an unlearning step when the brain achieves a fixed point, and we repeat the process till any memory of the events to which they have been exposed are effectively removed. The only thing we cannot remove is the vivid memory that something weird has happened to them. Finding and testing... Findings in testing the boundaries of a traumatized patient reveals that the area of a person's perception where they first experience the warning of the impending threat, e.g. the approaching automobile, will therefore be an area where accessing any stimulus is intrinsically threatening. As a result, passing a hand around the periphery of that person's visual field at the distance of 3 to 4 feet will produce an arousal response in the region of perception of prior threat. Such patients have developed a conditioned arousal reflex within areas of their perceptual surround or boundary. Predictably, persistent ambient subliminal sensory perceptual experiences, that's in bold as well as italics, within the region, whether visual, tactile, or proprioceptive in nature, will result in conditioned arousal and will uh, perpetuate the kindled trauma reflex. Look, there's fucking thousands of pages on this, uh, Forgotten languages site and that might all sound like maybe it's real information included. Let me, let me uh go to the, the forgotten languages, YouTube channel real quick. Oh, so where, where, where are you at? Where are you at? Oh God. Sorry. I'll have fucking willow to fill dead air. Um. Yeah. So, this is a a YouTube channel associated with Forgotten Languages. And what it is, is a whole bunch of music videos? That's all, like, bad, late 90s, kinda goth techno but like in technicolor with like like uh, poorly shot in nature films oversaturated and like it's a fucking arg or something it's not real like this isn't this is this is a fucking art project right like this is this is a fucking art project but let's just let's just pick one let's just Let's try Sinvolution, by Fruits of Jezebel. This song sucks. It's a weird pattern thing, it looks like a snowfield put through a kaleidoscope. I was just going to do this for a while, huh? I, I used to, I used to date a, an artist in Providence, Rhode Island, we would go to like gallery shows and shit. And that was like a, my first like experience uh, or introduction to like the world of conceptual art and shit. And this reminds me of something that I would see in one of those spaces, like a gallery or something. And to be honest it was sick i loved it because there was like free wine and shit and it was just like i don't know it's cool when you're not used to that like to like art like even if it's not something you'd appreciate you'd be like ah, all right this is an, this is an interesting space i like being in this space i like existing in this space i do to fucking watch it on youtube though let's check out omega tantris by dark alert from ForgottenLanguages.org. languages.org I got a feeling this one sucks too. Yep. Recorded at Club Keylox. Q U I L O X. Okay. Hold on. See, I'm falling for the fucking trap now. It's getting kind of better, but not. Let's skip ahead. It's okay, it's just doing that. Anyway, I Googled Club Keelocks, where luxury is the lifestyle. Keelocks Nightclub with Bar, located on Victoria Island, transforms Nigeria's elite nightlife with its impeccable design and finishing. Complimented with stunning and first-of-its-kind decor and lighting. World-class customer service and hospitality. Renowned DJs. Renowned DJs. And an over-the-roof sound system. Oh, my... Um, uh, page blocked. Uh, ah. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to give me a virus. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently club key is a I can't go to the website because it's trying to fuck up my computer um apparently C- club key is a fucking club in lagos nigeria uh let's check out their instagram what do we got i mean it seems like a legit club maybe that was a real yeah five hundred forty-seven thousand followers okay actually okay this place like it looks sick i would go always kind of wanted to go to lagos Um, this place actually doesn't look sick. Fuck this. This looks like it sucks. This definitely sucks. I, there's a, the thing that triggered me saying that was this, uh, large nerdy looking white dude in a fucking, um, conspiracy theorist glasses, uh, throwing fucking what looks to be gang signs in a stupid shirt. I don't want to be there. Yeah, fuck all that. Yeah, this place looks tiny and like it kind of... This does not not look like luxury is a lifestyle. My goodness. What the fuck? Anyway, Forgotten Languages is cited, like, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. In the fucking 177-page debrief document allegedly handed out to fucking... Our goddamn representatives in the government. I mean, I guess that is of the people, by the people, and certainly for the people. Because people are eating this shit up. It's incredible. Uh it's it's incredible. And I mean like man We can be done with forgotten languages now. Forgotten language is one of those things. I don't even fucking care to know what's going on there. I don't care. I just, I simply, I don't care. It's so much that I know that there's nothing going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's trying so hard to be something That's just like a, you can just kind of ignore that. I think there's a life lesson in there for me somewhere. Um. We can move on from that, too. But yeah, like man, I the thing about that fucking hearing is that the things that were said were actually kind of fucking crazy. Just in that they're they were talking about a giant floating red fucking cube besides the size of football fields in front of the government, like in an official capacity, and like talking about like, you know, going back to the skiff. You're gonna get all rowdy in the fucking skiff. Uh, hear about the bodies and shit like I don't know I assume nothing was said because I do kind of assume that this is uh, well I kind of assume everything's a fucking psyop because it usually is <sighs> but it's a weird like it is a weird one Um, disclosure isn't happening but the fact that that happened tells me something is happening and I don't know what that is And that worries me, um, for like, I mean, worries, I don't know. It, that's the wrong word. Actually. I don't want to say it worries me because shit's always happening, right? Like I I don't, I don't fucking run the psyops. I don't care. Like I'm at that age where the time's speeding up, you know, I just want to fucking drink my beer. I want to tell some jokes. Eh, I don't care. Tell me there's a, I'll believe it. I've believed dumber shit fine i wish you like i wish they'd tell me there's fairies though well uh, one of the things that bothers me is that like you know and i, I came to the ufo thing late like i just thought it was kind of cool but like i didn't really have an interest in it like other people and and they you know some of our friends and people who listen to the show like have been following this shit like really heavily for like a long time and they've seen all the other different flavors of disclosure mania right and like you hear it from all the time like that oh, it's this old song dancing and he's like, yeah. But I I would submit though that there's a difference in the songs and dances, and I, and I think that like the thing is that like all the times the disclosure thing has reared its stupid fucking head, the narrative presented always matches the sci-fi at the time. You know, in the nineteen fifties, sixties, whatever, it's flying saucers. That's the sci-fi at the time. This fucking uh Flash Gordon bullshit, right? Um, you know into the fucking 90s with the X-Files and that aesthetic right like uh, the 80s the the fucking 80s you know it always matches the popular sci-fi at the time the difference is that the popular sci-fi at the time now in terms of like literature and shit is with you know a lot of the styles of literature now, especially like the the insistence on trying to take the, you know, the genres as they're called, you know, sci-fi, fantasy, all that shit, and elevate it to an art form, right? Like popular sci-fi now is like weird. It's you know, all postmodern and shit. It's it's uh it's a different how weird can we make the aliens? Like, like if you if we encountered an alien, it would probably break our brains. Like, it's very much in the taking the cues from Lovecraft and shit and the other weird fiction authors, which I, I love, right? Like, I like literature that tries to break my brain. I like art that actively tries to put me in the ground. It's the best. Ah, um, oh, fuck. I am tired. I'm saying um a lot, and that sucks. My bad. I almost just did it again. But here's the thing, whereas like previous versions of Disclosure, the people that were super fucking high on Disclosure Mania were also the ones reading that fiction. Whereas now, this might be me being an elitist piece of shit, which I am, as well as being a dirt poor redneck that lives in the fucking swamp or whatever. The people that are really high on Disclosure Mania now aren't reading the fucking sci-fi that this shit reminds me of. That's really interesting. I don't know if that's... I don't want to even say by design or whatever. I don't know. Or by happenstance. Or if it is that, you know... Feedback system between... The other and human consciousness. I don't know. I'm just saying words again. Um, but it's just, it's, it's curious to me. Uh, I don't know. So like the thing I, and maybe this is just cause it's like what I've read the most about, or maybe it's because it's what really grabbed me. But I like, I fucking, I really feel like the whole goddamn key to What even this is about, what fucking, what the whole UFO American high strangeness thing is, whether it be a giant fucking psyop, which is an overused term, I overuse it, I love overusing it, it's fun to say with your mouth, whatever. Whether it's a giant psyop, whether it's um, an emergent clusterfuck by people coming from people that don't know what the hell they're doing and are confused by things they read, which is probably more likely. I think the key to understanding it is probably what the fuck happened at SRI in the early 1970s. Like, I think that's it. You Because you've like... A lot of these people are still around, right? And it's like, I don't think, just, it's just my fucking read on them. I don't think the guys that were there that are still around are just lying through their teeth with everything they say. Like, I, I can't listen to Hal put off and just think he's just lying. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't strike me as that sort of person. I'm pretty good at telling. I also, I'll get back to Bob Lazar in a second. <laughs> um, but it's kind of clear to me, and I mean, you know, like in in the, in our Patreon Discord, we've we have been doing a long running doing that thing where I'm just assuming people know what the fuck I'm talking about. Go you go look through our back catalog, figure it out yourself. I'm just going to keep talking. I have to. Um, I we've been doing uh, remote viewing experiments in our Patreon Discord, and we've been trying to. Re- remote view of the stock market and um, if we were betting real money we would have lost it however (laughs) it's extremely clear at least to me I can't speak for anyone else it's extremely clear that there's something very very strange that happens with remote viewing with psychic phenomena in general with the shit that they were looking at at SRI there's truly like there's there's a weird thing that happens and like i am not going to say it's psychic powers i'm not going to say i'm just the only thing i'm going to say for sure is there is a weird thing that happens with regards to the practice of remote viewing and i have to imagine other side shit and no but like just knowing you know having verified it for myself that something weird happens i have to kind of take a lot of the stories about SRI and about the psychic shit a bit more seriously. Not that I didn't take it. It's probably the only thing in this field I do take seriously. But even still, it's hilarious. I didn't scratch that from the record. I didn't, I don't know. I I wish I didn't say that. Don't hold that against me. Um, I'm a little too tired to go into the whole specifics and mechanics of it but i sort of suspect that there is that there is a other side to reality to um to the world and that other side could probably be thought of as the to, to use the you know now outdated um terms like that could be thought of as the right brain side of the world the the other side to our left brain side of the world the left brain being the world of measurements of mathematics of objects and and all that and the right brain world being the world of kind of on un, undifferentiated potential chaos um the goblin universe as it were. I think that there's, and this gets into that fucking, you know, philosophy shit, like operative philosophy where, I don't know. Willow was working on, a. I think she still is working on an episode about, um, uh, the, the brain disorders where you think your wife's a chair or a hat or something like that. Capgrass delusion. That's the one. and, we are talking about that, and, like, like, apparently you can think your way into becoming a vegetable, like, if you go down the wrong fucking path, or, like, think your way into, like, developing capgrass delusion and shit. Like, it's not, like, it can happen because you start thinking wrong. And I'm sorry if I fucked that up, but, like, there's something to the things we think there's something to the imagination, and I don't know if there's a necessarily a like non spatial mechanism there. Maybe it's atemporal and it's just like something encoded in our maybe the collective unconscious is like encoded in our fucking genes. I don't know. Um, there's the there seems to be. Something a bit more fucking real, more uh, present and objective about the thing that we call the imagination or the dream world, which could also be probably called fairy world or the goblin universe. This is my, I suspect that there's something more real to that than we give credence to in our civilization. and. I suspect that at SRI, maybe they figured out how to use technology to bridge the two things. I don't know. Again, I'm just saying words. But just because of how how many people around there are involved in things that shouldn't really have anything to do with psychic shit like us assuming you think ufos are alien spaceships which is silly um it really is just so very very strange how wrapped up between the two things like the psychic stuff and the ufo stuff is and you know many people i'm sure would say well yeah because they're both stupid these are both illogical, non-rational beliefs. I mean, ah, it is non-rational, but there's nothing to suggest that the non-rational can't be real. There's nothing to suggest that the world is in fact rational or perhaps rash- rationality is simply a useful fiction that breaks down at a certain level. But that's all whatever. <sighs> anyway, you know what else I've been getting a kick out of? Burry Geller. I fucking love that, man. I love him so goddamn much. He's such an idiot and I love him forever. <sighs> he has been He has just been feeling his oats on Twitter, man. That is It's incredible. I he's been playing with mid journey, you know, generating AI imagery and shit. He's been like posting pictures of himself with like surrounded by Pokemon, like bad mid journey drawn Pikachu's. Not even the Pokemon that he fucking sued over. Kadabra, not even that one. Just Pikachu, which is hilarious. He also (laughs) posted a fucking. Oh my god, Ari! Jesus Christ! Oh, I got a fucking. I'm not signed in on my goddamn computer (sighs) because Ari fucking Geller. This this guy <laughs> This man poses a picture of these six vaguely brown vaguely tribesmen like people in sepia tone standing in some field somewhere With this enormous Jim Henson-ass Big Nazo-ass For you locals listening Fucking puppet alien That looks like a goddamn trilobite With the man on the moon face This thing's like 16 feet tall Standing in the middle of these six guys Standing on two legs He's got stupid arms He's got fabric folds He's got the face of the man on the moon And Rory writes, My dear friends, the alien situation is beginning to become more bizarre by the day. I just, (laughs) I just, I just got this from my U.S. attorney. Please let me know your reaction, no matter how strange, outrageous, or enigmatic. Photo is from 1890, I am told. Alien emoji. Waiting. UFO. Hashtag UFO. Hashtag UFO. Hashtag alien. And then underneath it says, Readers added context to this image. This is a mid-journey AI image by the artist Talon Abraxas. Here are, here are on Tumblr similar, similar AI images. Included this one. And then... <laughs> and then underneath posts uh, a, a picture of it with what looks to be his face photoshopped onto it and a spoon stuck on it on the nose It says wow I love this whoever stuck the spoon on his face is a genius except you forgot to bend the spoon another one where he says spooning the aliens A I man's the eighth wonder of the world I don't care I love it I love it so much uh, I don't know if he knows if he's fucking with people it's amazing <sighs> I don't know The world is uh, something. Something else. I feel like, I don't know. There's like... Apparently they just got another fusion reaction at fucking Lawrence Livermore. Which is insane. Like, that's insane. We could see fucking fusion power. Soon. Like, real soon. I mean, that's essentially infinite clean energy forever. There's that, that talk about room temperature superconductor that's insane if true I mean I know it's been talked about for a while I, I don't know if it's true we'll see but fusion itself is like that's huge that is huge and it's like we're on this and maybe it's always been like this it's this race between human progress and the tipping point in this case with climate change and shit Which will fuck us up if we don't fix it. But, like, we might fix it because we're really fucking smart. And maybe there's aliens. I don't know. They're saying wacky shit in fucking Congress. And, yeah, you know what? A lot of things fucking suck. Real bad. They suck real bad. Maybe they don't for you. A lot of things suck real bad for me. It's fine. I'm sure a lot of things suck real bad for you, too. But, like, I, I keep seeing people... There's like a meme about like a boring dystopia, right? Like that, 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 that this dystopia sucks. If it's, if we're getting to hell on earth, well, at least it should be exciting. First of all, you bastard, there's a lot of really amazing shit happening. We we, we might just pull through, like have some fucking hope. Jesus Christ. Second, this shit is hilarious. You've got o on goddamn Twitter. Twitter's now called X like a fucking porn site. Elon Musk exists. That is fucking hilarious. I don't care. That is so funny that that man exists. Yeah, he's a bastard. Yeah, lots of bad shit happens all the time. Who cares? At least it's funny. It could not be funny. That would suck worse. This is actually a silver lining. Maybe we're just so fucking overloaded with information and nonsense that's like we just shut down and turn away and, and like maybe it's all too ridiculous for us to really appreciate how goddamn silly everything is but i don't know i'm trying to appreciate that shit more and like not take it all so seriously i don't know i don't know what's happening it's fine i am so fucking tired guys I'm really just started saying words there for, for a bit. Um Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've been so I've I've been researching fucking Om Shinrikyo. Uh the Japanese cult new religion, Shinsukyo responsible for the uh fucking open this beer with a fucked up rusty are these pruning shears or is I think it's wire cutters why are they all I don't know don't don't worry about it um Nomshin is the uh Japanese cult responsible for the 1995 sarin gas attack on Tokyo subway systems and uh I've been reading a lot about this I was I was gonna do like a three or four part series on them I think I can do two episodes at most because of just how fucking dark it is and I really just can't do that shit for too long. It's insanely dark. And... It's so fucking dark. Um... And it's hilarious, too. I mean, it's... It's fucking Japanese, so it's extreme in all ways. Uh... But this was a cult that, you know, produced weapons of mass destruction, and it was built off the backs of disaffected nerds who hated the world. Who truly hated the fucking world and wanted it to burn. They didn't necessarily admit that to themselves, most of them, but they renounced it. They were done. As far as... I think more than any other cult we've ever talked about, Aum Shinrikyo actively hated the world the most. Um, And I think they were also convinced and conjoled into into doing that well i'll I'll save talking too much about them for for another day but man I don't know i was gonna go go into a whole thing on um yeah you know what fuck it i i will um I just opened another beer with a pair of burnt pliers might as well but, so a thing I, I saw written about in and uh this one of the books in ocean Ricky I'm reading is um uh, uh, it's called Religious Violence in Contemporary Japan, a case study of Om Shinrikyo. And the author makes it very clear to call Om Shinrikyo not a cult, but a religion. Um, I think that's really kind of fucked up for like a lot of reasons. I'm not going to get into too much now, but it's been touching on a... Uh, it's this idea I keep coming back to with regards to especially to cults in general, Scientology, especially the I Am and Naomi Shinrikyo, and that it's not about when people, and especially like atheistic people, um, especially people on the political left, when they encounter shit like the I Am or Scientology or Mormonism or whatever. And in part, I, I think I do blame South Park for this with the whole like, this is what Scientologists actually believe thing. Um, they look at the beliefs and they go, how could anyone believe something so stupid? And it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, like it is stupid if you take it on its, on its face. But I think the, the thing that that perspective misses, and actually I, I think I can relate this back to the whole UFO thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The thing that that perspective misses is the, the point of these cults, of these wacky belief systems like, for example, QAnon. It's not about the tr- that people believe this wacky thing is true how could people believe this wacky thing is true aren't people so dumb aren't religious people so dumb no no with with these with these groups what matters is the teleology of the beliefs and teachings it what matters is what the beliefs do what the stories being told do once they get inside someone's head because i mean Mystical, religious, esoteric information—shall we say, or to borrow an Om Radio term—data. Um, sim- symbols are ways of compressing information, like a zip file, right? Like that's just that's just what it's doing. You're compressing information into a small packet that can be delivered more efficiently than the whole thing. And so by the way, this is why the political right does so much better on the internet than the political left in America because the political left uh, is, is all about to see they have this like wacky ass belief in um, like an objective truth that can be expressed with logic and words and like that don't exist but they will try to convince people through an unassailable amount of logic fuck you, don't talk to me like that phone. I don't know if you guys heard that because I'm going to throw the noise suppressor on. My phone just took something I said and started talking to me. The political left will try to convince you of their position with an amount of argument and unassailable logic that how could any reasonable person not be swayed by this? Problem is, they're trying to do that to people who are just fucking tired doesn't work no one's gonna listen no one wants to hear you meanwhile the political right which tends to be more religious hence an understanding of symbolism understands that you can pack a whole bunch of information to one little symbol give it to a tired person on a platter and they will eat that shit right up and like they won't understand the theory you don't need them to it's not about convincing them of an objective truth. It's about the teleology of the belief. It's about what it's for. It's about what it does for you. It's not about whether or not all the I am-ers believed that St. Germain was really saving them from underground gas lines or about to explode. No, it was about what the beliefs did for Guy and Edna and Pelly. It's not, they didn't believe that. Guy and Edden didn't fucking believe that. Pelley didn't—they believe their own wacky shit. They were magicians. They didn't, they didn't believe that. The beliefs seem ridiculous because they are, but they're specifically constructed to do specific things inside of people. And I— have been thinking after we did the Cicada episode and shit about the— um, the power of interactive storytelling, the power of storytelling in particular— and I, started, I got on this whole trip about, like, storytelling as a weapon, narrative as a weapon. And then a couple weeks ago, I found it. yo, in 2011, uh, DARPA fucking published some shit about their uh, narrative networks project or narrative networks program. And this shit is wild. And, like, DARPA dot da Where are we on? Oh, that's... Sorry, sorry. Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, I can't find the actual site. And DARPA had this project called Narrative Networks. Um, and what this... What this was is um, – damn it, I'm just like clicking like random as things. So uh, called the Narrative Networks Project, DARPA has released a solicitation for research proposals by those that have both the know-how and the technology to implement such a program, such a program being – uh, the semi-secret agency charged with coming up with new and cool ways to protect the citizens of the United States from foreign bad guys wants to hire someone to figure out how vulnerable some people are to narratives, oral stories, speeches, propaganda, books, etc. that cause people to think. And then supplant such messages with better messages to head off the path that for such people might lead them to becoming a terrorist. Yeah, this was definitely written in 2011. Uh, you know, The first part would analyze what happens to people when they see or hear a message. It's thought that certain messages or images actually cause a change in the brain to accommodate the new ideas. The second part of the study, quite naturally, would involve developing a means for taking advantage of what is learned in the first part. Or in other words, to come up with a way to find out who is vulnerable to messaging and then to blast them with a message that would overwrite any undesirable brain changes that occurred as a result of that person being subjected to quote-unquote bad messages so that they would behave themselves. Then it goes on to say, "Well, like at first, it's as scary as all get out, but it's actually not really." Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, it's research into storytelling, like, and as I think I've said in the last like solo episode, I did, like, it's the it's the oldest and most powerful human technology, and um, when when we get, like, I don't, it's too much to go into now, but when I see like the UFO hearing and shit. And they see, like, a motherfucker like Hal off who I, I just get good vibes. Oh, I said I was going to talk about Bob Lazar. Well, in a second. I don't get bad vibes from Hal off I don't get bad vibes from a lot of those people. I get government vibes. I get true believer vibes, true believers in the state, in the United States. Uh, utilitarian vibes, perhaps. And I have to wonder, like, what, like, if they were planning on lying about aliens. I, I feel like there would be a reason, and like perhaps a morally justifiable reason, on a certain level, to say prevent nuclear war, pull a fucking Ronnie Reagan on him or a, a an Ozymandias, you know. Maybe the UFO thing is about the teleology of the of the narrative, what it's used for, what its purpose is. Maybe it's to avert fucking nuclear catastrophe. Maybe it's because the Russians have a bigger story gun than we do. I don't know. I don't know if I made any fucking point at all in this whole goddamn shit show of a solo episode, but whatever. You get what you pay for. Boblitz are... I think that dude definitely believes he worked on a UFO. I don't think he did. I think he was enough of a fucking narcissist that, like, he believed them when they told him he was going to go work in, at Area 51. And what they showed him was just paper mache smoking fucking mirrors, some Darren Brown-ass mentalism and shit. It's cheap. It's effective. Yeah, I think he believes everything he says about working at Area 51 but I don't think, I think he was psyoped. I think he was fucking, they did a magic trick on him, is my um, opinion on Bob Lazar. And uh, there's not really anything else to say about his ass. Yeah. All right, guys. That is literally all I have in me. Um, Yeah, we'll be back with regular episodes in two weeks. I don't know what I'm going to throw up next week. Uh, Maybe something, maybe nothing. We will see um yeah take care of yourselves be well and uh yeah catch you on the flip side peace